seeking collaborations with influential people. At GZPR, we create passion-fueled collaborations that go beyond traditional representation, a performance agency that onboards new clients every month. Our focus is on POC collaborations. Contact us now at hellogzpr.com, a self-aware public relations agency exploring world perspectives with leading talents. Hello and welcome. My name is Tiffany Farag and welcome to Get to Know You Cafe. Why is knowing another person deeply important? In an age where superficial interactions dominate our lives, the ability to authentically connect with others is becoming increasingly rare and invaluable. If you would like to master the art of getting to know others, take a look at our course. Link is available in the show description. In my mission to open conversations and access deeper dialogue, I wanted to hear from you listeners on last week's question and discussion. Last week, Giovanna Elias and I discussed the question, how do quality relationships create a quality life? We received a number of responses that further deepen dialogue. Today, I'll be discussing the episode and the responses that we received. Well, firstly, uh, that conversation with Giovanna was actually incredible. We really uh, were able to dive into so many different um, areas of of connection and how people connect and and what's hindering a lot of people from from being able to deepen their relationships. And and actually, in fact, you know what I'm thinking right now? It's not been a matter of you know, firstly, deepening your relationship is is I think then even the next step a lot of people are having trouble connecting like how do you find how do you connect with another person like people are connecting in many cases a lot of people tend to connect in the same way they were connecting in high school where it's through gossip or through like talking about somebody else but they don't connect through their own um you know, connecting through ways of thinking about topics or connecting through getting to know another person. Like I think the way you get to know another person and how you probe another person to um, uh, really process their thinking or and process uh, what's happening in their lives and uh, the reactions to it, for me, uh, I think that's the actual way of actually connecting with somebody and in a healthy way that's energizing as well. See, people who find themselves connecting superficially or through like gossip or talking about other people uh, don't feel energized. When you're deeply connecting in a, in a healthy way, it gives you energy. It energizes you no matter if you're extroverted or introverted. It has nothing to do with it. Like usually, you know, introverts need their alone time or need time to recharge. But a lot of the time, that is due to the fact that they're not connecting with people, like connecting in a in a healthy way, where you're like learning about another person and and it's energizing you and it's like enriching you because you're like, you know, you're thinking, you're but you're but you're processing uh, what somebody else's uh, their responses or what they what what they're um how they're reacting to something or how they're processing that. That's the that's the form of like trying to understand and, and incline and and really connect with somebody. I think the hindering aspect here is as well is that a lot of people are not knowing how to 
question themselves and ask themselves the questions to like deeply understand who they are. And so in turn, they're not able to deeply understand anybody else around them, you know, friends levels and so on. Like I remember, you know, I, I um, was living in Spain uh, for five years, I actually just got back to Melbourne and so I'm meeting new people and so on. And I'm, I'm, I met this one person and this person uh, tells me, she's like, Tiffany, after speaking to you for the last 30 minutes, you know, you know more about me than a fr- that friend over there who I've known for the last 10 years. So for me hearing that, and I've heard this a number of times, like people are, are clearly like even among their friendship groups or they think they're, they're friendship groups, again, we define friendship def- differently. Everybody's definition of a friend or the depth of a friendship is different. But for someone to tell you, hey, you know me more than this person I've known for 10 years just because of one conversation, that's pretty sad, I think. You know, people don't have the tools to actively get to know anyone around them. And because, you know, they come across somebody who asks, the, you know, maybe not the right questions, but they probe them further and they're actually maybe just questioning them at all, they're able to get to know them. So, uh, you know, the key here is like, how do we become, how do we understand ourselves better? Because if we can understand what questions do I need to learn more about myself, then I'll be able to, you know, maybe try these questions. Not all of them will apply to everybody, but, you know, try asking these questions to somebody else. See, see what happens when you reflect and reflect correctly as well because like you know according to like number one global self-awareness coach people are reflective incorrectly they're not even asking themselves the right questions we want to ask ourselves more what questions to empower ourselves and um you know understand the reasons why we think the way we do or behave the way we do or react the way we do so these are just some of my thoughts on on our com- my conversation with uh, with G, and it was just a great conversation. We've been having more and more, and connecting more, and developing my uh, our friendship. Actually, like I'm sure you heard in the end, we we're both really happy to have met and uh, uh, happy to grow grow the connection. So we have a few responses that came from Toronto, Malaga, and Melbourne. Our first response is from Steve from Toronto. He said, I agree. People's inability to be present has been growing and getting worse. Is there a way of helping those we know be more present? Oh, such a big question there, Steve. You know, I've been thinking about this actually myself quite a bit, and um, it definitely is. There's a, people's ability to be present has been getting worse, in my opinion, too. I think a lot of it has to do with uh, technology and people's inability to, you know, the need to always look at their phone. If they're nervous, look at their phone. If they're stressed, look at their phone. If they're with people in a place, let me look at my phone. You don't even, they don't have to be necessarily receiving messages. Like I understand it, oh, someone's coming and, you know, oh, hang on, blah, 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 said they're coming, let me check my message. Sure, that's one thing. But no messages need to be coming through and people are like, oh, let me just go to my phone. Oh, there's an awkward silence, let me go to my phone. Oh, people, oh, you know, there's silence, no one's talking, no one's saying anything, if the, you know, if it, in a group setting, let me go to my phone. And they're doing it one on like, you know, in little groups or one-on-one or in big groups. Like people are like losing that or becoming lazy to think of ways of, you know, asking questions or getting to know the people around them or having topics of discussion 
and they're like becoming lazier in ways and like let me just go to my phone i don't need to be uh present here and someone else will start the conversation or someone else will continue a conversation as well so i think there's an aspect of like can't be bothered <laughs> you know people and there's a bit of an addic- addiction. A lot of people ha- are ad- incredibly addicted for a number of different reasons to their phones and needing to look at their phone to escape reality or to escape their surroundings, you know. Um, I think people are happier in in in, in, their, in that little piece of technology in their hands. They're happier even interacting with people through that way as well or communicating through that way and, and losing that ability to be present with somebody um and sit face to face with them and, and talk and go, okay, there's a silence here. Well, you know what? What other question can I think of? Let me think. Let me think. You know, like be creative. You know, I think a lot of the time, too, creativity in reality is kind of um, losing its, like people are losing the ability to be creative in getting to know people, like asking questions and so on. Like, not to say, like, yes, technology is like technology because of new creativity and so on. That's like one thing. And I think the way people use it, but if, um, and there's a time for it and everything. And absolutely, you can curate what you look at, you can curate all kinds of things. But if you're present with people and they're with you right now, why are you looking at your phone? Why is there a need to, like, hang on, let me just. You know, let me look at my phone and see what's going on in the world. Like, let me be present. The person has taken time out of their day to spend with me. Let me be present with them, right? Like, you, you I think people are wasting each other's time. If you're, if someone's coming to hang out with you or having lunch with you or have dinner or do whatever and, so you know, socialize with you, it, it doesn't have to be romantically friends as well. Anyone, family, friends, anyone, and they're taking the time to spend with you and be present with you. Um, you know, time is precious. Don't waste your time and their time if all you're going to do is sit on your phone, right? So I think, you know, ways of maybe we can helping those we uh, we know be more present, like we could actively talk about it and go, hey, I'd like to have lunch without with you without either of us looking at our phones. Um, you know, from now on, like, you know, whenever we have lunch or whenever we meet up, I, you know, I, I kind of want to spend time with you uh, and, and not look at our phones. If you're finding that, um, I don't know, maybe you want to spend less time together and that's, you, you know, you you can be present for a short period of time. No worries. You know, I'll take, I'll use my time elsewhere where, you know, instead of wasting it, half of the time you're on your phone, the other half you're kind of with me. Well, I think these discussions need to be had more and more. And uh, especially to like, if it's with, you know, in a way of helping those, like, for example, children, you know, I think parents, um, I think a lot of parents nowadays are, pre- are preventing like their kids to just be stuck on a screen or anything like that. It's a matter of playing outside and interacting with people around them, which is fantastic. I think more and more parents are becoming aware of that. Um But yeah, I think the key here is having conversations about it, making it clear and some people are so far addicted, even after 10 conversations, it's not going to work. But that's a matter of choice now for you if you decide to still want to, you know, spend time with people who are not present with you. Thank you, Steve, for that question. Uh, our next response is from Claire from Malaga. So Malaga in Spain. Uh, what is the relationship between external self-awareness and being present? How does this contribute to the quality of the relationship? Oh, great question there, Claire. So the relationship between external self-awareness and being present, I really do think there is, a, uh, I, I do agree actually and say that, that there is probably a relationship with that because, you know, your external self-awareness is how you're coming across to other people. So if you're not present and you're on, stuck on your phone, I don't think you realize the other person's looking at you like, hang on, 
this person's just staring at their phone. Why aren't they talking to me? I don't think <laughs> having that thought. I wish you were. I think if you were, you probably wouldn't look at your phone as like and just stay there staring at your phone while the person in front of you is like looking at you and being like, wait, what's going on here? So I definitely think there's a significant uh, that there's a relationship between external self awareness and being present. And I think, um, you know, as I was in previous episodes with talking with. T- Dr. Tasha Yurik, people's self-awareness is built up of your internal and your external self-awareness. And a lot of people sometimes can have internal self-awareness, but then they lack completely the external self-awareness. Um, and in fact, you know, we we're talking about how 90% of people are actually not self-aware at all. So it's not surprising. And I think self-awareness is becoming less and less anyway, and people are becoming more self-absorbed. So uh, I would say there's probably a significant relationship between that. Um and I wonder if you could too, you know, you know, I always have this thought, I wonder if you could record the people you're with just for them. I know privacy issues and so on, but it's with your friends or so on. And you have a GoPro on or you have a hidden camera and then you show them, go, hey, this was our interaction today. This is our, us having lunch and this is how you were the whole time. I don't know. Sometimes I think people like will be surprised by that because they don't really know how they're coming across to other people around them. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it might be as a joke, but you have to be really, really good friends. I don't know if, if um, but sometimes I think people need that to be able to, to like see themselves and how they're behaving because they really don't know how they're coming across. And I think this definitely is contributing to the quality of, of relationships because people are present. People are thinking, if someone's not present with you, what do you think? You think, oh, this person's disinterested. They're not interested in knowing me. They're not interested in spending time with me. They, they, they don't see my time as valuable. That's how it comes across. So the quality of the relationship is not quality. It's more, oh, okay, we kind of hang out sometimes. It's quantity. like, But there's no quality at all. There's no quality in the relationship, in the connection, in the nourishing. Like, you know, it's not good energy there at all. And you'll find people are probably like distancing themselves from people or ending relationships because there is no quality at all. And I think people, you know, I think, and as you get older, you want to have quality relationships. You don't want to waste your time with people. So if people are like, uh, what's inevitably going to happen is people are going to lose relationships with people who are aware of what they're doing and are being present and do want quality relationships. They'll end up only having people around them who are similar in that respect and not present and, you know, not caring about their time or energy or, or you know, their interactions and their intention in in getting to know people. Thank you, Claire, for that for that response. Our third response from is from Celine from Melbourne. She said, "Some people have a curiosity of themselves, but don't have a curiosity of others. How can that be?" Good question, there, Celine. I think you know that's that's exactly what the whole self awareness. Uh, comes in so it's like you know people are not aware that there's internal and external self-awareness so people are having this curiosity of themselves they may be like you know thinking about they're they're very much in their head sometimes i think people are confused reflecting healthy reflecting uh reflecting that um gives them gain, gain helps people gain an understanding of themselves and just going down a spiral rack and just like you know overthinking or or like obsessing about certain things like those two things are different like you know healthy reflection and a curiosity of oneself and asking the right questions and and um 
processing things and so on and then self-obsessing and self-absorption and and um you know this is not i don't see that as curiosity of oneself i see that as a totally totally different thing i think those who are able to be curious of themselves in a healthy way and and uh and know how to process certain things and question their behavior certain things and and um have the ability to get to know other people uh are healthy curious like you know if we look at the word curious what does that mean like curious of oneself and i think those who are truly curious of themselves are able to be truly truly curious of others um and where it's not the case where people are you know not then i don't think it's a curiosity i think it's more of an overthinking or self-absorption a self-absorption uh which is much different um thank you guys so much these questions are great love love having these different responses always interesting hearing them you know the, you know it adds to the conversation and you know i'd like to highlight that it's got nothing to do with your intellect but a matter of we all come from different you know different experiences and had different ways of thinking and you know the more perspectives we gain the clearer picture we can develop i'm very much looking forward to next week's get to know you cafe Thank you for listening to Get to Know You Cafe. If you enjoyed this podcast, rate, review, and share the podcast on Facebook or Instagram. You can tag me at Get to Know You Podcast. Be sure to listen to Tuesday's podcast and send in your responses for us to include next Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe to further deepen dialogue on this topic. If you have any topics you would like us to discuss, be sure to tag me in a post with your question. Join us every Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe.